Hey, Hugh, you're listening to episode 182, and today we're chatting about maintaining results on keto, how to hit your keto goals without hitting self-sabotage, how to feel comfortable in a new space, how to feel worthy of the goals you're setting, using mindfulness to overcome your fears, and so much more. We're going to be busting through a bunch of walls today. This is a takeover episode with Vanessa Spina. She's been on the show episode 99, 83, and now 182. She is on fire. And if you're wanting to bust down more blockages and you're just not sure how to move forward once you've listened to today's episode, I highly recommend checking out Whole Keto. It's my 21-day program. You can find out more by going to healthfulpursuit.com slash whole. That's W W-H-O-L-E. And I just set a new price for this program. It's like ridiculously way less money than it was before. So it's accessible to a lot, a lot more of you. So again, that's healthfulpursuit.com slash whole. Now, if you have questions about today's content, you can head on over to healthfulpursuit.com slash contact and ask me. And if you go to ketodietpodcast.com, you can get all the resources from today's show And I'm on a book tour right now. I still have a couple more cities that I'm going to. So if you are in one of those cities and you want to find out what cities those are, you can go to ketodietbook.com slash tour. I'd love to see you on tour and meet you and hug you and take selfies. And without further ado, let's cut over to today's takeover where Vanessa is going to share her brilliance. This is an uninterrupted episode with her. I hope you enjoy and I will see you in a couple of days. Welcome to the Keto Diet Podcast, the show all about keto for women so you can burn fat, balance your hormones, and heal your body. Starting and maintaining keto can be challenging without the right support. So just for listening to the podcast, I want to give you 20% off the keto beginning with the coupon code Keto Podcast. That's all one word. This 30-day program gives you a clear step-by-step how-to so you can quickly adapt to a ketogenic diet, avoid common struggles, and get the results you crave. Go to healthfulpursuit.com slash begin to get your keto beginning discount today. If you're new around these parts, I'm Leanne Vogel. You may know me as the international bestselling author of The Keto Diet, founder of happyketobody.com, or maybe you know me as the nutritionist that likes dipping pork rinds in avocado oil mayo. I'm so glad you're here with me today. Thanks so much for listening. Hey guys, welcome back to Fast Keto. Oh wait, no, I mean the Keto Diet Podcast. Here I am, Vanessa Spina, ketogenic girl, host of Fast Keto. And today I have the absolute honor of getting to host the Keto Diet Podcast. I am super thrilled to be here. I am so honored that Leanne thought of me to come here and be a part of this. And just so honored that I get to spend a day with you, spend maybe half an hour with you today, just you and I sharing and talking about something that I think might be valuable for you in your approach to keto and gaining health and some of the things that I think might be helpful in terms of self-sabotage. So that's today's topic. I hope you enjoy it and enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed getting to record it. All right, guys, so here we are in today's episode, and when Leanne asked me to host one of her episodes and kind of take over the Keto Diet podcast for the day, I really reflected on 
what is the thing that I could share that would be the most useful, the most beneficial, the most helpful for someone listening to this who may not listen to Fast Keto or be familiar with my posts and content that I share? So for anyone who doesn't know me, I am a biohacking nerd who is obsessed with keto and nutritional biochemistry. I love to geek out on the processes of keto, of ketogenesis, and studying that, and I'm an author. I've written the book, The Keto Essentials Cookbook, which is also a guide to keto, and I do lots of speaking around the world about keto, ketogenesis, and activating our fat field potential and how we can get into a fat field state more of the time and really flex our metabolic abilities to be able to burn both fat and sugar and be able to be primary, primarily fat-filled because there are so many incredible benefits that come from really being able to access that metabolic flexibility and be fat-filled and be what I call sort of fuel-independent when we're not dependent on these external sources of glucose all the time. So I love to geek out about this stuff. I do it every week on my podcast and on my feed at Ketogenic Girl. And I just love talking about the process of ketogenesis and studying what happens on a biochemical level and making that science and translating it in really easy to grasp concepts for busy people because our lifestyles are so busy these days and there's so much information coming at us all the time. We're really in the information age more than ever before and we have constant information coming at and bombarding our senses at all times. So I try to really condense information into easy to digest little nuggets so that you can take those and it might change your perspective or influence your perspective on health and nutrition and diet. And that's what I'm all about. So on today's podcast, I want to talk about self-sabotage because I like to do these polls on my Instagram where I ask people, you know, what is the biggest obstacle for you in terms of getting the results that you want when it comes to your health and maybe body composition and fitness and overall, you know, insulin sensitivity, all these different biomarkers. What is the biggest obstacle to you getting what you want and maintaining what you want? And there's one answer that always stands out more than all the rest, and it's self-sabotage. And that's just taking into account the people who are aware that self-sabotage occurs, because I know for myself, a long time, I wasn't aware that I was sabotaging my own results. But the more mindful we are and the more deeply conscious we become about the results and what we're creating in life, the more we can become aware of when self-sabotage can sort of interfere with the results that we want to get. So I want to really delve into how self-sabotage played a role in my journey and how I have found certain hacks and ways and things to help me to overcome that. Because for me, it was the biggest game changer out there. I mean, keto is fantastic. Low carb is fantastic. It's a great strategy for getting healthy because you're really switching the macronutrient complex that you're taking in and you're really focusing on prioritizing the most nutrient dense foods really prioritizing protein, quality protein, quality healthy fats, and becoming a fat burner. And all of the essentials that our body really needs are in the essential 
amino acids that we need to get from external sources and essential fats. And it is so important to really base our plate on getting those essentials. And so many incredible changes happen in the body when we make those switches. These are great tools and strategies. So is intermittent fasting. So is exercise, strength building, yoga, all these things. One thing that really isn't given enough attention, I believe, is the mental game of achieving results. And I like to focus on this topic and delve into it as often as I can, because I know for me, it was such a huge lever and realizing that a lot of times I would use some of these fantastic tools. I would get the results that I wanted to get. And lo and behold, I would somehow end up backtracking or losing some of those results that I had attained. And it wasn't until I realized that I was doing it to myself and how that was happening that I was really able to create lasting change for myself. So one of the main things about the mental game is being aware of our inner dialogue and practicing mindfulness. And one of the things that we can do to develop this habit is meditation. And meditation, I have been doing since I was in university. I used to go to this meditation center near my place. It was a Shambhala a Buddhist meditation center, and they would offer free meditation if you would just come and they taught you how to meditate, and then you could do these group meditations with everyone, and you would sit there for an hour. And that's a long time to sit there and meditate at a time, especially when you're beginning. But I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And although I don't meditate for an hour anymore that much these days, I still do a minimum of 15 minute meditation every day. You can start with as little as five minutes a day, five minutes, or even just one minute of intentional breathing has a huge impact. You wouldn't believe what an impact it has. Back to today's episode in a sec. So I've been doing a little something for 10 minutes a day and all of you are starting to notice and you're like, what is your secret, Leanne? Your skin is glowing. What are you doing? So a couple of months ago, I was quite hesitant, but I ordered a Juve Red Light Go. It's a handheld device that I hold up to my face for 10 minutes a day. It's red light that stimulates collagen, counteracts the signs of aging, is beneficial on the effects of wrinkles, acne scars, hypotrophic scars, and the healing of burns. And it's also been known to be an effective natural acne treatment. And as a 30-something-year-old whose mother told her that she would definitely stop having acne at 18, I can tell you that's a straight-up lie because I am now in my mid-30s and still struggle with acne. But for the last couple of months since I've started using my Juvgo every morning for 10 minutes, my acne has gone away. My scars from way, way back in the day are healing. And my skin has this wonderful, beautiful glow. So if you're wondering, what is this thing? How do I do it? It's a handheld device that emits red light. I put it close to my face every morning for 10 minutes. It's a rechargeable light. It lasts about 10 days on one charge. So you just hold it up. 10 minutes, relax. When it turns off, you go about your day. You can find out more by going to juve.com slash keto. That's J-O-O-V-V.com slash keto. Click on shop and choose targeted devices. Now, if you want the device that I have, it's the Juve Go Red model, and that'll help boost the collagen in your face, reduce the fine lines, acne scarring, and all that amazingness. Help boost your glow. Again, that's J-O-O-V-V dot com slash keto. 
Okay, back to today's episode. There are some tools that I have found along the way that have really helped me understand the importance of meditation and what it does. So when you meditate, it's like going to the gym for your brain. You start to build these muscles of attention and focus, and you can really develop this razor sharp focus and this ability to become mindful of what you're focusing on, what you're thinking of. And I started to make these connections between when I would sabotage myself by eating foods or doing things that were not helping me get to where I want to be, that were backtracking my results, that were taking me off course. And for me, that was indulging in foods that really don't do well for me physiologically, that foods that are really carb dense for me that would like just take my blood sugar and get me out of a fat field state where I felt that this hedonic response to food where, you know, I lost the ability to have self-control. There are certain foods, like for me, we all have those foods that are just like really hard to just have one bite of. For me, that is coconut butter, which is creamed coconut. I have a really hard time just having like one spoonful of that. And I noticed that whenever I was going to foods like that, that it's the same with heavy whipped cream. I could just eat like an entire KitchenAid mixer bowl of whipped cream. Whenever I was going to foods like that, I started making the connections between when I would have those desires and what was I focusing on? What was I thinking of? And I started realizing I was reacting and feeling really strong negative emotion to thoughts that I was having. And so I started kind of observing and meditation gives you the ability to be able to sit back sort of in the seat of your soul where you can become this witness. You can become this observer of your inner dialogue. And there are some optimal times to do this. For me, it was in the shower. I used to hate taking showers until I realized it was because shower time is when I focused on all my worst fears and I didn't have any distractions. And if ever you're in a stressed state or you're experiencing any kind of stress, because of our survival directive, we will focus on the worst case scenario. And that's because we today, modern humans, are descendants of the most paranoid, the most freaked out, anxious cavemen and women. The ones who thought that every single bush had a saber-toothed tiger in it were the ones that survived because the ones that just walked around whistling, feeling good about life and not checking the bush didn't last very long. We don't have a lot of saber-toothed tigers out there waiting in the bush for us these days, unless you go to the Serengeti, which I got to do last year. There weren't any tigers, but I did almost get eaten by a lion. And if you ever want to hear me talk about that, I have a podcast episode all about our trip to the Serengeti because I wanted to go meet the Maasai who do a keto diet, but that's a total sidetrack. So I'm going to come back um, and use my mindfulness abilities to focus back in on the main topic here and uh, digress from that. But in the shower is when I would really not have any distractions and I would start observing. What am I focusing on right now? Where is my mind going? And I noticed that It's when we are at peak stress that we tend to focus on the worst case scenarios and have these thoughts of horrible things happening or stressful things happening and that can create anxiety in the body and feeling anxious, feeling nervous, feeling stressed 
Going to food is an immediate soothing response. It makes us feel good instantly. It distracts us from uncomfortable feelings instantly. It's an instant, you know, relief from any kind of stress, any kind of negative feeling. And I realized that I was using that, those foods as a coping mechanism for feeling uncomfortable things. And part of this whole practice of mindfulness and meditation is doing that five minute, that 15 minute practice every day. I start every single day of mine before checking my phone, before doing anything else. I put a timer on my phone for 15 minutes and I just observe my breath. And it's a very simple practice. I will focus on my breath or a mantra, but usually my breath. And then whenever I notice myself thinking about something, I just, when I become aware that I've started thinking about something, I label it thinking and just gently tap it away. Just like pushing a little boat away that you've made like a little boat. Like when you had a little sailboat and you were a kid and you just pushed it on the water, you just gently push it away. And it's not an aggressive thing. It's just a very gentle push. Like I'm thinking, but I can come back to that thought later right now. I'm focusing on my breath. So you just tap it away and go back to focusing on your breath. And inevitably you realize once again, you've started thinking and it's really easy to get frustrated when that happens and just give up and be like, I can't meditate. It's just not for me. It's uncomfortable. I don't like doing it. But this is the practice of meditation is coming back to that awareness that you're thinking, realizing what you're thinking about, and just labeling it thinking and just push it away. I'm going to come back to that thought. I'm going to put a pin in it. I'm going to come back to that thought later. I can access it later if I want to. Right now, I'm focusing on my breathing. And every single time you do this, it's like doing a rep in the gym. You're flexing your muscle and you're flexing your mind muscle. And so when I first started meditating in the span of 15 minutes, I could go off on, you know, these little thought adventures, maybe 50 times. Now, when I do a session, I usually, depending on the day and how I'm feeling, it'll be anywhere between five to about a dozen times. And every time I count on my fingers, one, two, three, four. So that helps me kind of play a game while I'm doing it too. So I can see, okay, well today, I had like five reps, five times when I noticed I was thinking and I pushed that away. And, you know, other days, maybe it's a dozen times. And so I'm like, okay, well, today maybe I need to do a deeper meditation or maybe I should do some yoga and, you know, some other practices, some journaling. Journaling is a fantastic tool for witnessing and observing your inner dialogue. And it's something that I've used before. There was one time I was on this really long flight. It was about 10 hours. And I was like, I'm going to play a game with myself. And every time I notice and become aware of my inner dialogue, I'm going to write down what I'm saying to myself. And I started writing down things. And I was astonished at the negative ways that I spoke to myself. I was not speaking to myself as a loving friend. I was not speaking to myself as someone that I honor and respect and cherish. I was speaking to myself in ways that I wouldn't even speak to my worst enemy. I mean saying horrible things to myself. And at first it kind of freaked me out. But as I studied and learned more about mindfulness and that inner dialogue, I understood more why that happens. And throughout life, we first come into this experience of living and being and experiencing the world through our senses. And what happens is 
we encounter both negative and positive experiences. And when you have a negative experience, say you encounter a rattlesnake, that gives you a negative response, a negative experience of fear. It's an uncomfortable experience. And you're like, I never want to experience that ever again. It was scary. It was negative X on the rattlesnakes. So you then have a really beautiful experience. Say a beautiful butterfly lands on your arm and it's just the most enchanting experience to notice all of its beautiful patterns and colors and wow this butterfly wanted to connect with me that was amazing it's a peak experience so we then go through life and every time we see a rope or anything that resembles a rattlesnake our mind reacts fearfully and we resist it and block it. And, you know, I don't want to experience that. I remember how bad it was and negative. I'm going to block it out, blocking it out, block it out. And we go through this other process between resistance and clinging where we're always looking for that beautiful butterfly to land on us again. And so we go through life day to day with these expectations of how the day will please me. And I can only feel great that day if I don't experience anything that looks like a snake or reminds me of a snake and all I experience is things that remind me of that beautiful butterfly landing on me. So you're setting yourself up to fail because it's really hard to go a day without seeing anything that looks like a rope or trying to recreate this experience of a butterfly landing on you, which is quite a unique experience. And any day that you don't see a rope and you also have a butterfly land on you is going to be you feeling good. And you've given that task to your mind. This is an impossible task. And so by programming the mind in this way to go between resisting and clinging, we then create this experience where it's very difficult to just feel good and not have uncomfortable thoughts during the day, not have stressful thoughts. And then you add in on on top of that, that when you are experiencing stress, your body's hormones make it so that you can't do anything but focus on the worst case scenario. Back to today's episode in a sec. ButcherBox features 100% grass-fed and finished heritage-bred pork and organic free-range chicken. ButcherBox sends you high-quality, health-promoting meats directly to your door on dry ice and free shipping anywhere in the lower 48. ButcherBox makes committing to quality protein sources less expensive and more available to everyone. Their prices are hard to beat, and it's challenging to find a higher quality product anywhere in the USA. I've been using ButcherBox for years and love the convenience of a package showing up just when I need it, and their ground sausage is an absolute dream. ButcherBox has put together a super special deal for all listeners of the show. Order your first box and get a special gift plus an additional $20 off. Now, this special gift is so epic that I can't even mention it on the episode today. So you'll have to go to butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get your $20 off your very first order. Again, that's butcherbox.com slash keto diet to check out the deal plus get $20 off your first order. If you're unsure of the link, simply check out today's show notes for all the details. Okay, back to today's episode. So mindfulness is an amazing tool that helps us sharpen our acts. It helps us sharpen our mind so that we can become aware of that inner dialogue. We can learn to practice more loving thoughts towards ourselves and realize that if we are speaking in a negative way, or we are focusing on stressful scenarios and we're, you know, worrying, 
that we don't need to be doing that. We can go back to the present moment. And you don't have to suddenly not have any negative or uncomfortable thoughts overnight. You can't just snap your fingers and do that. But what you can do is just start to observe. And the more you have a daily meditation practice, like I said, one minute of deep breathing, five minutes of focusing on your breath, 15 minutes, maybe you go longer, 20 minutes, half an hour. Maybe you get a meditation app on your phone or watch meditation videos on YouTube, but make it a daily practice as often as you can. And you will see that just like building muscles in the gym, your brain, your mind will become so strong at being able to observe your inner dialogue, your mental game. And next time you feel some kind of urgent, you know, instinct or really pressing urge to maybe eat something that is really not going to help you get to your goals or that's super off plan for you or skip the gym or do some kind of behavior, you know, that is not going to help you get to the goals that you want to be at health wise. You can then maybe pause in that moment and ask yourself, what am I feeling right now? Okay. That's why I wanted that thing. And even though I've already really nourished my body so well with nutrient dense foods today, I don't need to have that. And maybe I'll go and have a bubble bath. I'll go and read a great book. I'll go and do something that really is pleasurable, but is not necessarily connected back to some kind of self-sabotage of, you know, when people say they fall off the wagon or go off course or go off plan and then really regret it the next day and beat yourself up about that. And I find that the more we can become aware of our inner dialogue, the more we can speak more lovingly to ourselves, the more we can stop judging ourselves and being that inner judge, the more kindness and love we spread to our friends, to our family, to our communities, to the greater world with this ripple effect of being kind and loving and suspending judgment. It starts with ourselves and it spreads out into the rest of the world and it affects everyone around us in huge ways, in ways you can't even imagine. So I really think that if self-sabotage is something that has held you back in the past from getting to your goals and then maintaining your results after that, These are some amazing tools. I have an app that I love on my phone called Oak, which sends me these little reminders like meditation helps you unleash creativity. And I'm like, oh, I want to meditate today. It gives you these little motivational reminders. And it's a really great app. There's tons of great apps out there that you can use. There's a meditation program I've used over the years called Holosync, and they have a free meditation. You can just basically download their app, You can use their free sample meditation and you can just put earphones in and listen to that. And you don't even have to meditate. It basically meditates your brain for you. It is amazing. I have been practicing that for about 10 years and meditation is one of the only things that really dissipates the entropy and chaos in this kind of system that we have known as our brain. And it really makes such a huge difference. There are some fantastic books that have really helped me. And I post and talk about these a lot. The main one for me that I first read was The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And some of you may have read that book or A New Earth, but that book was the first one that made me realize that there was this inner dialogue happening, this little voice speaking in my head that I started to become aware of. And lately, the book that I've really been studying 
is The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer. And this book has really deepened my meditation practice and encouraged me to really become the witness, the observer of my thoughts, just like The Power of Now did. So both of those books are extremely helpful, extremely powerful in explaining why this inner dialogue happens and how you can just start to become the observer and the witness of it. And it is so, so powerful. And I have to mention this last book because when we talk about judgment and all of these different things, one of the biggest realizations I had was from this book called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Many of you have probably read it. And one of the four agreements he talks about is don't take anything personally. And it really made me realize that so much pain and reaction and negative, uncomfortable feelings come from reacting to the actions and words of other people and what they do and taking that personally. And it's so easy to do that because we can't help but interpret everything that comes through our senses as personal because we're having a personal experience. But when you realize that we are all just interpreting life through our own personal lens, that everything that someone else does or says, even if it's directly towards you or about you, it's not about you. It's about them because everyone is here having a personal experience. Like someone comes up to me and says, hey, I just bought a new car. And my first reaction is my mind has a thought, well, I don't need a new car. I don't need a new car. I, I like my car. And what does that have anything to do with my friend getting a new car? I mean, it has nothing to do with the fact that they got a new car, but my mind is having this reaction and it's making it personal. It's interpreting it through my lens and it has nothing to do with me. It is about them. It's about that person. It has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with my choices. It's not personal. And I really, really love that book, The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. It, these three books have had a more powerful impact on leveling up my mental game, on avoiding self-sabotage, and on living a life that is more aligned with my goals, which is feeling joy, feeling inner calm, feeling inner peace, getting the results that I want, and keeping those results and not engaging in self-sabotage. And it really is all about being able to allow more for ourselves and allow more of the good in. And we're really not ever taught to do that at any point. I actually have to mention this one last book, which is The Great Leap by Gay Hendricks, because he talks about how we're really never taught to allow more for ourselves. And he has this really wonderful affirmation, which is every day I'm allowing more of the good into my life while inspiring others to do the same. Every day I'm allowing more health, more wealth, more good while inspiring others to do the same. And I love that. I love that idea of allowing more, but also inspiring others to be able to allow more for themselves too. So those are some amazing tools that have helped me, some great books, some great apps, and you know, just without any of those things, just the fact that you have a timer on your phone that you can set for 10 or 15 minutes when you have some time or a break, putting in that 10 or 15 minutes is all that it takes to really begin to develop this muscle. And this, this ability to be mindful will take you so far in life. You know, Tim Ferriss, I'm sure you know of him if you are in the podcast. 
um, fan club like I am, he talks about all of these incredible performers and gurus that he's listened to throughout his life. And he says the one common denominator that all of these super outlier performers have in common, they all have a meditation practice. And let that sink in. The one common denominator is they all have a meditation practice. It's not how they're raised, what schools they went to, what time they get up in the morning, what time they go to bed, how many hours they work a week, how many times they go to the gym. No, they all have a meditation practice. Now, if that doesn't hit you as powerfully as it hit me, I don't know what will because that really had a major impact on really underlining the importance of meditation and how huge it can be in your life. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode with me taking over the Keto Diet Podcast. I had a blast being here with you today. And if you want more from me, you can go check out the Fast Keto Podcast, my cookbook, which is Keto Essentials on Amazon. And I am very active on Instagram under the Ketogenic Girl. And it's just at Ketogenic Girl. I love geeking out about all these things and especially about being a fat-fueled machine and turning your body into this fat-fueled ketone making absolute rock star because there are so many benefits to being in a state of ketogenesis. So I'd love to hear from you. If you had any takeaways from this episode, leave a comment for me on Instagram. I'd love to connect with you there and meet you. And until I get the next opportunity to connect with you, I hope you have a fat-fueled rest of your day. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Keto Diet Podcast. Join us again in a couple of days to discover more Keto for Women secrets for your fat-fueled life. The Keto Diet Podcast, including show notes and links, provides information in respect to healthy living, recipes, nutrition, and diet, and is intended for informational purposes only. The information provided is not a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment, nor is it to be construed as such. We cannot guarantee that the information provided on the Keto Diet Podcast reflects the most up-to-date medical research. Information is provided without any representations or warranties of any kind. Please consult a qualified physician for medical advice and always seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding your health and nutrition program.